0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator ten for ten percent off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: It's the BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. Your daily download of X ninety two nines X mornings with Beckler and Shauna for House of
2: Cars. It's Wednesday, March second, twenty twenty two. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna, and welcome to the BNS Pisscast.
0: Welcome to the Pisscast.
2: Welcome to all of you BNS heads. Mm hmm. His head's new and old. (laughs) Young, old. Young, old. New, old. Big, small. (laughs) Okay. Today on the show, (laughs) something that's still fun as an adult that you loved as a kid. Songs that mention vegetables. Don Cherry makes an appearance. Yeah, he does. Where you would hide gold if you had to. More retail rock. Perhaps the only person that Shauna might say she hates.
0: Okay, I can't say hate, but it's the closest I've come. For sure. And justified, I think.
2: Uh, A new conspiracy theory involving my home province of Saskatchewan, Terry's favorite TV channel, and to kick off this podcast... Some old friends return. First, you're out of context clip of the show, which I realized I forgot to add yesterday. So Lipsy it probably blipsy. sounded weird. But here is today's.
0: They're kind of flirting with that for sure. <laughs> they're, they're, they're flirting dipping, with, they're... The, with the rutabagas. <laughs>
1: the BNS in 20 minutes or less podcast.
2: Major League Baseball and the Players Association have failed to reach an agreement. Yeah. So the first two series of the ball season have been canceled.
0: I really wonder how long this is going to go on for. It's really concerning because they they extended the deadline yesterday, which I was hoping was good news because I thought it meant that there was some progress being made. So they're like, okay, we'll extend the deadline Mm -hmm. and nothing came of it. So now they're delayed.
2: So now we're done. We're down to 150 some (laughs) games in the ball season, which is quite a lot. But I mean, this is not what baseball needs right now. No. They had a pandemic season and then, I mean you're trying to build viewership in this in this sport I
0: know and I don't our, understand what's even happening like it's it's so weird I, they just can't come to an agreement the players in union I can't figure it out
2: I agree with you I hope we don't lose any more baseball of the too. season and uh, I mean this also delays the return of our good friends Buck Martinez and Pat Tabler the Blue Jays announcers yes it's a
0: beautiful night in the ballpark well the dispute between owners and players keeps us off from the beautiful game of baseball I truly miss it Buck I miss seeing those strong, supple thighs noodle around the clubhouse. Tabby and I have spent the off-season moistening our mouths to maintain our sweet baseball accents. I miss the sound of Vladdy cracking the bat, that strong steak ash. I miss the baseball caps, the jiggle of the player's ash after it's slapped, the smell of the used straps. I miss it. Wonderfully said, Tabby. Wonderfully said. I miss it
2: all. Let's get this season started and pay these sexy players what they're worth. The
0: BNS and in 20 minutes or less podcast. So I still have basic cable, Beckler. And r- really it includes next to no channels. But yesterday I got perusing through to see what channels I actually do get. Because I realized I hadn't really done that. And one channel I get is called Rev. Have you heard of Rev, Beckler? I don't think I have Rev. It is Terry's Dream Channel. It shows only things like snowmobile racing, NASCAR racing, super bike oh, racing. Yeah. It's just, just phenomenal. Just for the
2: gear heads, hey?
0: Oh and then I got kind of cruising through all the different programs they offer and again, every single program is something that Terry would be so excited <laughs> about. And all like all I could do is say in that extreme voice when I was reading about them as well. It
2: really lends itself to that, oh, does it? it? Does.
0: Coming up, Snowmobile TV,
2: followed by Monster Jam. Then we've
0: got the Supercross Monster Energy Series, followed by the Superbike World Championship. Then stay tuned for Outlaw Pulling, trucks and tractors powered by everything from jet turbines to turbo diesel.
2: Still to come, world's deadliest speedboat crashes.
0: Then stay tuned for the loudest engine rev
2: competition. And later, Travis Pastrana eating hot wings and not saying anything.
0: Then watch as daring competitors participate in drive-by deer hunting. Tomorrow, catch boobs of NASCAR in prime time. Up next, the high-stakes competition of tractor wheelies. And don't
2: miss a special President's Day long weekend episode of Will It Backflip? Rev!
1: <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast.
2: A friend of the show sent me a photo of this t-shirt that's available for purchase, and it says, Saskatchewan isn't real. And it looks like this uh, this meme or conspiracy or whatever you want to call it is in its infancy. I love these. But yeah, you can get merch showing it's a map of Canada. And then the borders of Alberta and Manitoba are extended to meet in the middle of where you think Saskatchewan is. So they're just extra wide provinces.
0: I wonder where this began or what, why this is a thing. I
2: don't know. And there wasn't much information available on it that I could find. It's just the theory that Saskatchewan isn't real.
0: Hilarious.
2: I mean, this one is this is new to me.
0: Is it Australia that some people say isn't real?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, the existence of Australia is questionable. Yeah. Finland definitely isn't real. Oh, yeah. Right, we know right, Finland right. isn't Rice, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no Finland. Right. Australia, we're not sure about. Okay. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah. If you've been to either place, it's likely you've been somewhere else masquerading as those places. Yes. I mean, yeah. You don't know. You flew up in the sky and where did you land? Exactly. You were flying
0: the plane. Nope. Nope. They put you somewhere else and claimed that it was Finland
2: unless you were flying the plane at which point you just thought you were flying the plane the plane was flying itself taking you somewhere else right we know birds aren't real yeah they're that's all true. surveillance drones right we know birds aren't real I mean
0: the sky is questionable even when you were flying into what you thought was Finland all right. that's very confusing mm-hmm.
2: but this one's big for me I like I thought I was from Saskatchewan
0: I thought we, I lived there for a while where were we I don't know <laughs> Manitoba, I guess, it's, or Alberta.
2: Or eastern, far eastern Alberta. Yeah. Or far western Manitoba. That's hmm. This one's heavy. Nice. am I even real? Are you even real? You listening to this? Are you real?
0: Is the radio that you're listening to this on just a figment of your imagination? This is all in your head.
2: She's next you're going to tell oh me we don't God. have hot cousins in Saskatchewan, and then you'll really be talking nonsense.
0: The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Okay, this is awful, Beckler, and I don't even know what to do with this, but... So one of my friends in radio sent me this this really cruel text message that she got from a listener. And this is what it says, okay? And I'll explain why this is even more awful than the text itself in a moment. It says, honest question. Is this girl just drunk on the radio? As it gets closer to 12, the more she slurs. Is this her shtick? Is drunk mom slash old sorority chick some sort of draw for people? Or does she have a disability or speech impediment that I'm unaware of? I honestly can't listen when she's on. Not trying to be rude. Just seems to be getting worse. Whoa, that's a harsh text. Just an awful. That's a, that's a bad one to get. Now we get texts, uh, we do in radio, and they can they can be quite cruel. Yeah. Here's the thing. She messaged me this because she then goes, "You're friends with this person on Facebook." Oh. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And You're I friends with
2: lots of people on Facebook uh, who you don't know. Right. It's
0: true. It, it's true. I I add most listeners and, mm-hmm. and most people. Um. Here's the thing. It was my old roommate. Who sent oh, this text message.
2: So you know this dude in person.
0: I do. Uh, he is the same guy who left and didn't pay the last month's rent at a time uh. when I didn't have any money and couldn't afford it myself and basically left me seward. Uh, he then had this going away party and I'd gone to drop by and say goodbye and I left some money for my drink and then he stuck me with the bill. <laughs> and the bartenders knew me because they listened to the station at the time and so i came back in a couple of days later and they're like hey like you didn't pay this 350 dollars bar tab and i was like i'm sorry what so just a gem of a human
2: yeah sounds like a nice guy <sighs>
0: <sighs> like i becca i don't i don't hate many people this would be a close hate
2: the closest you come like to hating hate someone
0: like I heard this and then my poor friend and he's met and he knows that I was in radio and he knows about these types of messages and how awful it is for people. And then he sends this like just what is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've never really heard you speak about anybody like that. No, you, know, you, but you generally like everybody. I,
0: so. Yeah, this he's just done so many awful things now. Like I, I want to reach out to him, right? Because I'm like, this is just Why would you message this to a friend?
2: What's wrong with him? Is he just like total sociopath? I think so. Like
0: over time, I kind of noticed that he would do this where he would move to different places and I guess kind of do this to people and (laughs) then move away and burn all of
2: his bridges and then go start somewhere else. And
0: he recently reached out and I, I didn't take the message because I was just like, I can't, I, I'm also very forgiving and I know that of myself. And I, I was just like, I can't even give him that in. Was he
2: reaching out to apologize or was he? Yeah, well then, no. no. If you're reaching out to, to say sorry for how you treated me, then yeah, we'll talk. But... Yeah, we
0: talked about it and he denied it all. He's like, no, that, that didn't happen. I, I paid that bar tab. He just oh, like man. blatantly lied. Oh, I just... Yeah, I don't think, like, I,
2: I'm i trying to think if there's anybody that I would say I hate and I don't think there is. No, I still of, like, can't dictators. use that word. I don't, yeah. like, I don't think I hate anybody. Like, I know. There are people I really don't like what they're up to, mm-hmm. really don't like the way they go about things, but I can usually kind of see how maybe they arrived there yes i'm like okay what happened to you to make you like this and that's why
0: i can't say i hate him because i think he's got he's clearly got a lot of issues like there's just some yeah i actually feel a bit badly for him
2: and like we've seen lately too just so much hate right people who like they outright hate people they don't just disagree with them i know they hate them and it's like
0: which i always think is that anger directed from elsewhere you know what i mean because i Again, like, even saying the word hate, I... It, yeah, it doesn't I make, feel... It ugh. feels yucky in your mouth. Yeah, so it's like, like, it comes close to, no, oh, yeah. Like, to,
2: to hate someone. To see them, like, almost as, like, less than human. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't think of anybody that's like that for me. And this guy, yeah. like, actually screwed you over. and is now, like, attacking your friends, and you still can't...
0: I still can't say ...bring
2: it. yourself to say you hate him Again, though, no. I
0: think it's a very important lesson to, to put yourself in their shoes and think about. Because, again, with him, the more I th- I thought about it, I was like, you know what, he's... This
2: guy's got some big problems. He has some,
0: has some problems, yeah. and I do. I, I feel for him. So. Yeah. But, st- my God. like <laughs> I feel so bad for my radio friend. Just, oh. VNS in 20 minutes or
2: less. Well, I've collected some more suggestions for retail rock from friends of this show. Okay. They've been sent in over the last few weeks. Uh, if you're new to this segment, retail rock, these are songs that you are now most likely to hear in a retail setting. At
0: the grocery store, At the grocery store, especially. Best test, yeah.
2: They might have been big songs at the time, but mm-hmm. they have been relegated to the grocery store playlist. So to paint the picture, it's like a Tuesday night. You got off work late. You're, yep. you're exhausted, but you realize you got no food at home. So you have to stop at the grocery store, and you're wandering the aisles, and this is what's playing, okay? This first one is from friend of the show, Fred. Oh, yeah. Retail Rock? Yep. Definitely. Retail rock. From Danielle. Yeah. We're getting the sound dialed in, aren't we? We are, yeah. This one comes from Ryan.
0: Mm.
2: Are you more likely to hear Safety Dance somewhere else? No. No? No.
0: That's that one's kind of on more on the fence I find, okay. but I I would say it's retail rock now for sure. Yeah.
2: Now this last one is from Jackman, and this is really interesting because this band has so many songs that you probably know. Yep, and they they were big at the time, and I'm actually a big fan of a lot of their songs. But they've just like, there's no place for them really anymore, mm-hmm. other than the grocery store, and that's Collective Soul. Or would this song be more of a retailer?
0: I mean, there are still... What? stations that play them but yeah it's, is there it's, it's like a spice track for sure that's what i was wondering like yeah. is there are
2: there radio stations that still play them is yeah. there anybody who's still there definitely still
0: like, is yeah but huh because
2: mm. like I, I really liked collective soul at i the do time. Too. They got that, lots of great songs that was the
0: least retail rock i'd say but i yeah really? they're they're kind of flirting with that for sure <laughs> they're, 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 they're flirting with their... the retail <laughs> uh, with the rutabagas mm. the
1: bns and 20 minutes or less
0: podcast i was thinking about uh being in russia Right now, and how banks there are on the verge of collapse, and they're mm-hmm. talking about how money is kind of disappearing. and
2: The ruble's devalued, and yes, yeah. people aren't really able to use credit cards. And or... I, w-
0: I was thinking about this. I was like, if you have money sitting in the bank there, does this money just disappear? Like, if the bank goes bankrupt, your, your money's just gone, isn't it? Not. I don't know how that
2: works, yeah. Like,
0: I'm honestly starting to think that it would be a good investment to maybe invest in gold. Like we've chatted about this friend that I have. He's done this. He has gold and he buries it somewhere and he's investing in gold. And I was like, that kind of makes sense when you think about it.
2: So you're going to take out some of your money and put it in gold?
0: That's what I I was on. I'm honestly considering (laughs) it. I was like buying a gold bar of some sort. Like, I don't know. But then where would you hide a gold bar?
2: Geez, that's the problem, isn't it?
0: It really is. Because I started thinking about that, and I'm like, let's say I bought, I, I wouldn't, but let's say it's a $50,000 gold bar. Where would you where would you hide that? You know, you could put it in a safe, but then somebody could just steal the safe.
2: Right, it would need to be quite a secure safe. You, uh, could, you could hide it somewhere, but there's always the risk of somebody finding it then.
0: Well, that's just it. Like, if you held it or, or hid it somewhere in the wilderness, like... I mean, if you plan to have it there for a long time, erosion could happen. Somebody Uh could stumble across it. Uh Then it's gone then.
2: Yeah. Or like, I mean, if you had a bunch of land somewhere, Mm -hmm. you could bury it on your land. But But then again,
0: like... Do you, yeah, like you'd I'm almost want surveillance on it. it, like especially again if this <laughs> is this is an emergency fund for way down the line. You want it somewhere where it's gonna kind of where it's
2: easily accessible, right? Like, yeah. I was thinking, I like I know some spots out in the mountains I could probably hide it, but then you're right. If something bad happens, you got to get out there and get it. That's the thing. Like so... if the
0: roads and stuff, you, you don't have <laughs> gas. If you can't get to it, that's also a problem.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: was like, <laughs> I mean, you bury it
2: in the city, but then like any kind of yeah. can any kind of work that's done, like someone could dig it up. At one point I was like, you put it in a safety deposit box, but then but you're that's back
0: in the bank. Back so we're, to square one. we're back to square one. It's not yeah. a
2: bad plan having some money in gold, but like you said, it comes with some issues. It really Where does. Do you keep it? You could wear it on your person all the time. Oh my God. Can you but imagine? But then you're the target, right? Because you're walking around worth $50,000 in gold.
0: I mean, I suppose Fillings? that you could break it. Just walk around with. Well, then he couldn't go on vacation with those things no, in. No, you
2: sure could. Not to some countries, right? I
0: guess. I guess if you put the fillings like way deep back in your mouth where nobody could see them, <laughs> maybe that's the way to do it. Yeah some gold teeth back there. Like replace your molars or something with gold, straight gold teeth.
2: we never have to think about these sorts of things. Mm -hmm.
1: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
2: A few people messaged and said that in a real post-apocalyptic scenario, like if you're having trouble finding food and getting all that stuff, then gold may not be... All that valuable anymore
0: that's true yeah gold is only valuable if somewhere in the world still values gold if which...
2: we're still producing things that use gold and yeah. yeah it's like if currency was destabilized then gold would probably be be good but people if were, were saying
0: like yeah well beyond that yeah
2: everyone said do you want to have land then
0: land like, and seeds and yeah basically cultivation tools one
2: person said that they even asked a financial advisor about this and said yeah like gold isn't the the best like end of the world insurance policy, yeah. it would be land. But I mean, even land, that's assuming that you can defend it. Yeah. That you can hang on to it. Mm-hmm. You can have a bunch of land, but... If someone has a bigger gun than you down the street, that's going to be their land pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I responded to a couple of people who said, okay, so like land weapons or seeds yep. and weapons are things that you might need. But I think I've
2: mentioned this before, but one of my favorite Corb Lund songs talks about what would happen if oil stopped and all the skills that you would need to survive, like breaking a horse, starting a fire, planting a garden, Yeah, all these things. And like... Ammunition is one of the things he mentions that you would definitely well, want I
0: mean the problem is you start a garden and then people found out and your garden will no longer be there
2: Yeah, well you have to sit out there with a gun and it takes all the time.
0: time like it's not like you just voila, <laughs> and things pop up and grow so yeah.
2: yeah or like You know any sort of access to clean water or water water filtering system that you had yeah uh, Stable stable fuel yeah would be big all this stuff would probably be more important than gold mm-hmm. in that scenario god i hope we don't ever live to see it
0: yeah i don't yeah mm-hmm.
1: vns in 20 minutes or less you love your car bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments too refinance your auto loan with house of cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket visit house of the BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast.
2: Earlier on the show this morning, we were talking about uh, the IIHF ban of Russian and Belarusian teams, yeah, from competition, and I mean, different sporting bodies have have done this, right? Like, um, but it, it it raises an interesting question, and I I, I thought of this when I saw a, a post from Danny Kvyat, who used to be in Formula One. He's a Russian driver, mm-hmm. and he was. You know, talking about how he wants to see a peaceful resolution to the conflict and everything, but he doesn't think it's fair that all these Russian sports people who don't really have anything to do with the conflict are being punished.
0: Well, I was even thinking about that when it comes to the World Juniors. Like, these are kids, Russian kids, that have obviously nothing to do with the conflict, Mm -hmm. and they are now being, you know, prevented from...
2: From playing, From playing.
0: But on the other hand, I mean...
2: Some would say that is the point of sanctions, is that it's supposed to be unfair and that it's supposed to be uncomfortable.
0: And, you know, would that hit even closer to home for, you know, even adults if you see that these kids are being punished this way, too? I don't know. Like, it's,
2: yeah. Well, if you think about big events that are big, you know, like the Formula One race in Russia, which is it hasn't been outright canceled as far as I know. I think it's just like on hold while this is happening Mm -hmm. that's a that is a big moneymaker that is a big opportunity to show off the country that they will not have because of it so yeah there's some collateral damage in that but you can argue that the cause is worth it right so the damage
0: of the war is a hell of a lot worse great point shauna but
2: through all this i mean we were talking earlier too about how one person who would be pleased to see russia not competing in hockey is don cherry
0: You need to be careful what you say here. Uh.
2: I can't get no Ruskies out of hockey boat 60 years
0: too late, if you ask me. I've got to remind you, Don, that it's not about the players. It's about sanctions against the country. I'll take it either way. Now, if we can work on getting the Swedes and the Finns and the Czechs out of the game, too. Is there anyone you're not planning to offend here, or...? Let's
2: get back to how it's meant to be played by good Canadian
0: boys. Rock them, suck support the chumps, Let's go.
1: P&S in 20 minutes or less.
0: Tucker, you and I did a parody if I had a million dollars recently. Uh, Adjusted for inflation. Adjusted for inflation. It's on our socials or or we can send it to you if you like as well. But one line we mentioned was that we'd buy some arugula because of course vegetables (laughs) are so damn expensive right now, especially fresh stuff like arugula. And a few people commented on the video being like, that's the best use of arugula I've ever heard in a song. It was like, well, yeah. Is it
2: maybe the only use of arugula? I'm sure it probably (laughs) is.
0: But then it got me thinking about vegetables in in songs as a whole? There isn't a whole lot of them.
2: No, I can think of far more fruits mentioned in songs.
0: Yeah, like yeah. Peaches,
2: and the yes. lemon song. Oh, like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Apple yeah strawberries. Yeah, 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 all like, that. Not as many vegetables. And then, sure as hell, I was driving yesterday and uh, this song came on, Edamame. Hey, little mama, yeah, you heard about me. I'ma pop you like a pea, yeah, edamame. And I was listening to that. I've never which, heard that. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know if you need to, but then I was like, well, there's an instance of a vegetable right there. In fact, two peas and edamame.
2: So pretty good. I really bombed on this. I didn't come up. I I could think of two, and neither of them are very good. Okay. <laughs> The Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead, but yep. it's not really about pumpkin. It's no. the shape of his head. So,
0: well, yeah, I mean, it's it mentions vegetables, Sweet. which again, it's it's rare to find. Uh, this one is a little more obvious. Weezer. We mentioned beans. Beans pork are a and legume. And beans. Oh yeah, they're a legume.
2: Oh, if we're this gonna is start how far. Fight. We have to stretch.
0: Hey? How, okay, here's another one for you. Okay. Um, Okay, so first of all, this is The onion, onion Song by Marvin Gaye. Okay. And uh, they were talking about planting love seeds to deal with the onions. But it's called The Onion Song, so there you go. That's pretty
2: good. I, there's a, an Italian electronic group called The Bloody Beet Roots. So beetroot. Okay. It's B-E-E-T. They sing. Right. I don't know if you know this song. Do you? Oh, yeah.
0: Do you know that one? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's Bloody Beetroots, so uh, their name.
0: That's fair. Uh, the Chili's have the P... I'm a little bee. I' don't know if you've heard this song I love the sky no which record is it off G- that's a damn good question Beckler.
2: Um, you could count their name
0: too uh, oh, right. Yeah, Chili guess. peppers a vegetable, Jeez, isn't it? Louise, yeah. That's dumb. You're right. The name I didn't even think about. But that song also if you go into the the later parts of it it's it's quite hilarious. It becomes a bit ridiculous. Uh then the last one and this one I just discovered upon researching all of this. The Beach Boys have a song called Vegetables. Did you know this? Did not. I'm not a, I
2: don't Vegetables, so I you,
0: you avoid you actively <laughs> avoid these the songs. songs. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Listen to this song. My
1: favorite vegetable. Oh. Uh huh. Now this here, ball, but-
0: that is somebody eating celery as an instrument mm. in this song. Right okay. I think the Beach Boys be- need to lay off, lay <laughs> off the drugs. Okay.
2: What do you do? Uh, I eat the celery in the Beach Boys. Like, <laughs> how many? I'm the celery guy in the Beach Boys. Oh my god! I've never.
0: <laughs> What? That is just, that's new.
1: VNS in 20 minutes or
0: less. I stayed at a hotel on the weekend, and at one point I went to find some snacks. And every time I left our room, I sprinted down the hallway. I couldn't help it. I'm 33 years old, and I still sprint down the hallway in these hotels.
2: Yep. What I especially it? like it if I'm on my way to the pool and oh I'm barefoot. God.
0: What <laughs> is it? Honestly, it is the strangest thing. Like, I went in and out of that room several times, and every single time I closed the door, and I was like, it's time to go.
2: My theory is and is that you feel super fast because the walls are so close, and you can see the doors going like... Whew. Past you.
0: Interesting. It also I think has something to do with the, the softness of the carpet a little bit. Yeah. And if you're in sock feet too, like then you'd
2: Oh, like I said, oh, consider some so head into the pool. Holy
0: bananas yeah. do you fly then?
2: Yeah. It's, Everyone is lightning fast in hotel hallways.
0: It's true. I, I also was thinking, like, there's a lot of other things that I like to do. I kind of revert back to a child in a hotel, and it's very strange. Well, even going
2: to find snacks, like you said. If I you go on the If you go on the hunt for the ice machine or the mm-hmm. snacks, and then always, anytime I walk past a room like where the door is propped open and they're having a party in yep. there, I'm always like, oh, that looks fun. Yep. I wish I was partying in that room. A friend mentioned <laughs> they
0: still like to go for a rip on the luggage cart, which I still <laughs> love to do as an adult as well. If I go and the, the beds are there, I will... I will bounce on the beds more often than not. I will have a quick bounce in the bed. I will try and Superman from one bed to the other.
2: I am way too big for that. Okay, that's I fair. Uh, do me, not need it, the repair bill on. My-
0: <laughs> it works very well. It's just there's a perfect little bounce from one bed right to the other. You Superman over and you're golden.
2: Oh, that's nice. We used to play mini sticks in the hallways. Yeah. When we were young,
0: do you have that as an adult? Do you feel like doing that? No reason
2: time? we couldn't, Shauna.
0: I mean. The water slides, you look at the water slide, I instantly, as an adult, more than ever want to go on a water slide when I'm at a hotel.
2: Yep. I completely agree. There's you something. know what? What? If one weekend only comes back this year, Oh my god! I'm bringing many sticks. Yep. And we're going to do all these things you just said.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to sprint down the hallway to get snacks. I also though was like it's a little bit concerning if somebody were to open the door and walk into the hallway at a bad time you when you're sprinting them. down because <laughs> you will just bowl them right over. The cleaning it.
2: staff pushes the, be good. the cleaning cart out. And just,
1: he
0: died. <laughs> How? Well,
1: <laughs> VNS in twenty minutes or less. A Calgary heritage moment. <laughs>
0: As the Chuck Wagon races are set to return to the Calgary Stampede this year, it's fun to look back on the history of the sport. Today, the Chucks are one of the biggest draws to the Stampede, but this wasn't always the case. And part of
2: the success of the Chuck Wagon races can be credited to the first and longest-running broadcaster for the event, Joe Carberry. Joe would sit high atop the arena, excitedly relaying the events of the night for many, many years, endearing thousands to the exciting sport. But his career took him on many adventures prior to this final gig.
0: Joe was actually born and raised in Manitoba. At 18 years old, he joined the Navy and was overseas in Liverpool, England for the last two years of the war. When he returned home, he moved to Medicine Hat to begin his broadcasting career.
2: He was the announcer for the junior hockey team in the Hat, the Medicine Hat Tigers. From there, he moved to Calgary, where he was the play-by-play announcer for the Calgary Stampeders from 1953 to 1958.
0: He actually did a brief stint in Hamilton, calling the games for the Hamilton Tie Cats, but missed Calgary and two years later returned.
2: This is where he took on jobs at both CFAC and CKXL radio, doing play-by-play for various sports throughout the city.
0: He'd always loved thoroughbred racing, and after covering a few events on CKXL, was approached to become the first real voice of the Calgary Stampede chuckwagon races. Prior to
2: that, only the results were broadcast. Joe focused on the excitement and personalities of the sport and became known for his signature announcement prior to each race.
0: The horn his voice booming and their wolf became something everyone expected at the Stampede and was a tradition he continued for 48 years. Joe passed away in 2017, but his voice lives on as the voice of the Calgary Stampede. This has
1: been a Calgary Heritage Moment.